Okay, this is the disclaimer. This video is not meant to diagnose anyone or imply that anyone has narcissistic personality disorder. This video is to help people identify the hella toxic behaviors that contribute to spiritual abuse and religious trauma. Okay, I'm about to show you how subtle gaslighting can be, okay? And when I show you this, I want you to like craft that feeling because I'm wasting your, my time and your time if I read this email without you understanding the feeling of gaslighting, okay? All right, so here's how subtle gaslighting can be. Um, three words, three words can make you and your most confident friend doubt themselves, all right? This is the My Sister Said podcast, and I'm your host, Uche Amaneke. If you know me from my YouTube channel, you know that I'm all about that active faith life. But I also know trusting God with your Sunday through Saturday and your eternity, it takes practice. So in this podcast, I am diving deeper. We are going to be talking about everything from spiritual abuse to a biblical view on twerking. Yes. Our faith is not just religion, it's real life. This is what community looks like, people. Hello, I'm Uche. Welcome back to my channel and my Lessons from a Predatory Church series. Um, uh, just to break it down really quickly, this, this uh, series is all about spiritual abuse, religious trauma, how to heal from it, how to recognize it, and how to keep yourself and your family safe from this bullshit because it's really it messes up people's lives for a long time, okay? And so whenever I'm talking about a predatory church, whenever you hear me say those words, it just means that a predatory church is basically a church that has narcissistic personality disorder or any toxic personality, okay? Unfortunately, it's because a lot of leaders in these toxic and predatory churches are narcissists and um, disordered individuals. That's just what it is. Okay, so today I'm going to finally finish the uh, letter from Benson Hines. Um, you might need a refresher because it's been a while about how this letter began and what, um, you know, how this whole interaction, this last correspondence interaction started with me and Benson Hines. Um, there are two videos that I have and you can you can watch those um, because they will actually help you give a breakdown about the little background and the history. OK, they're short. And um and as I go into this email, I'm also going to be um, putting clips from Dr. Romney. <laughs> I love her so much. And so I'm using um, her freaking awesome expertise to break down things about this email just to help people understand what's going on. OK, so, yes. What else? Something else. So, yeah. OK. OK, so. All right, so I'm going to show you how, how subtle gaslighting can be, okay? And when I show you this, I want you to like craft that feeling because I'm wasting your, my time and your time if I read this email without you understanding how subtle gaslighting can be and the feeling of gaslighting. All right, so here's how subtle gaslighting can be. Um, three words, three words can make you and your most confident friend doubt themselves. All right. Those three words are. You look tired. Yeah. OK. When someone you trust says 
babe, you, you look tired. What is your first reaction? Even if you got the best sleep of your life, even if you put on your most amazing full coverage uh, concealer, even if you look fresh as a baby's bottom, the like 10 minutes before you looked yourself in the mirror, you're like, man, I look amazing today. If someone you trust tells you, you look tired, you're going to believe them. And it doesn't matter what you saw in the mirror two seconds ago or how you feel. You're going to be like, oh, hmm. Like, oh, that's what you're going to think. And I want you to grasp, please grasp that feeling of that self-doubt. Like, I can't even describe it. There's not like a word for me. Like, is this that feeling of like, oh, do I? But you'll be like, but I, I just put all this makeup on, but, but have a good, I had a good night's sleep. Do I look tired? What you'll notice about um, when you're being criticized, especially by a narcissist or a toxic person, is their criticisms aren't constructive. <laughs> they're not, they're not anything that's going to actually like make you better. They're not they're, They tear you down so that you can, they tear you down in a way that it's like, you're just not good enough. It's like everything you're doing is wrong. Come back and fix yourself and come back and I'll judge if you are okay, but you'll never be up to snuff. Um, so I'm editing and I, and I totally forgot to add these really important, really important details um, to this episode. But so here I am adding them in post. Okay. Okay. What's really important to remember is that um, gaslighting is a type of grooming and it's a process. It's not a one-time one and done thing. That's why trust is so important. And it's pretty much easy to ignore someone who is a stranger. That's why randoms can't really, you know, gaslight you. So what's really important to understand is that when someone you trust is trying to gaslight you, um, the end game, the end game of that gaslighter is to control your perception of yourself, to control, you know, control reality, control how you see yourself, control your emotions. In a spiritually abusive atmosphere, which is my church, um, they, they also use this perception to this um, gaslighting to control how, how to control the way people deal with conflict, to control the way people, um, to way, the way I get upset about things, how I'm allowed to approach different situations. You know, they get to decide, oh, this is unproductive. This is not, you know, the right way to handle this. See, the right way to handle it is the way we want to handle it not the way you're handling it. You're handling things completely incorrect. And I'm just like, I'm handling them the way the Bible says. <laughs> and what actually really pisses me off about gaslighting is knowing that there's a goal in mind. Um, they, and what's creepy is that they, these gaslighters, manipulators, toxic people, narcissists, they actually get a kick out of watching you doubt yourself, watching you, you know, be, get confused and watching you start not liking yourself or not liking the way you look or thinking that you're crazy or too sensitive. They get a kick out of that. Watching you just slowly start bending to their will. It's so freaking creepy. Um, and so let's look, if we look back at the example of, um, of oh, hey, you look tired. Um, think about this. That person that always tells you look tired, always tells you look or horrible, what happens when they finally tell you one day, oh, hey, you look good today. You'll probably be, you'll probably be so excited. Like, oh my goodness, I look good. And in that moment, they've just controlled how you feel about yourself, your emotions. When you usually are sad about the way you look, 
They've just been like, oh, hey, you look great today. And oh, oh my gosh, I do get look great. And they can see that they have just, you know, successfully controlled your perception of yourself. And it's crazy. It's ridiculous. But it's how these manipulators literally behave, literally think. You'll look good when I say you look good. You get to feel good about yourself when I say you feel good about yourself. And that's, it's, it's wrong because you're an independent person. So one of the ways that you'll be able to tell someone is gaslighting you is their response to you whenever you call them out. Or um, say someone does say, oh, you look tired, hon, you look tired. And you say, hey, that kind of hurts my feelings. That's kind of rude. Always listen to the response. You need to always listen to someone's response after you tell them, you know, express a feeling or um, that you confront them with how you're feeling or what you're experiencing. Okay. Watch their response to that, to that, to that confrontation. Okay. Um, A healthy person's response, someone who actually cares about you and their goal is not to control you or how you feel about yourself. They'll say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't trying to be mean. Um, I just was worried because blah, 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 or whatever. But more than someone saying sorry, I want to make this very clear. More than someone saying sorry, you'll actually observe them actively make a conscious effort not to say that again or not to do the same thing that hurt you. Because, of course, they don't want to hurt you if they actually care about you or they're actually empathetic and give a damn about you and your feelings and how you feel. However, a toxic, manipulative person, um, they have a very different response. A gaslighter will respond with, honestly, with more gaslighting. They'll do something to invalidate what you just said, invalidate your feelings, Um, I'm going to list, here's a list of some of the common phrases that gaslighters use. If you tell that person, hey, I, that's kind of rude. I don't like that you said that, you know, okay, I really didn't like that. Like that was kind of me. That was kind of rude. I don't think I look tired. You know, sincerely tell them that kind of hurt your feelings. If you tell them that, they might tell you, "Um, I have no idea what you want me to say. Or you say like, I think, I feel like you're trying to gaslight me, you know, by saying that. They might say, oh, you have a very active imagination. Get your facts straight. Or why would you let something so stupid come between us? Or they'll say, you're just too sensitive. You always blow things out of proportion. Let it go already. They'll say things like that instead of validating how you feel and apologizing for offending you. Okay. The definition of abuse is a pattern of behavior which establishes power and control over another person. So many people don't actually know that's the definition of abuse. And that that means that a pattern of behavior can be neglect, the silent treatment, name calling, gaslighting, because it establishes power or control over another person. And it's, it's, it's so subtle. And that's why, that's why gaslighting is a process. And it's not just one act or one lie. It's very, it's over a period of time. And the length of time does, you know, vary, but it is something that is very insidious and very intentional, by the way. Um, but over time, over time, if someone you trust keeps telling you every time you, even if you put on makeup, even if you, you know, get 15,000 hours of sleep one night, 
They, they say to you every single time, oh, you look tired. You look so tired. Hey, you, babe, you look tired. If they tell you that often enough, soon you'll start to believe that even after you get a million hours of sleep, even after you put on your best concealer and whatever, you're going to look in the mirror and be like, oh, I look tired. And that's because they've gotten into your head that the way you look, when you honestly look your best, that's what you looking tired looks like. And slowly and surely, you're just going to be like, oh, why should I even put on makeup? I'm, I look tired anyways. I'm sorry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> but when someone breaks you down like that, I hate that. And that's why I don't give a what anybody says about, about what I'm doing with my church or what I'm doing or whatever. There's going to be a moment and you're going to interact with a toxic like coworker or toxic person, toxic friend or family member. You're going to be like, oh, you're gaslighting me. And if that, and if, and if you get that light bulb, I'm like, my job is done <laughs> because that's what I want people to understand. What you're going to hear me say over and over again is toxic people, manipulators, they're not geniuses. They're not geniuses. They've just learned over decades and years the exact words to say to elicit a reaction, the exact words to say to, you know, break you down slowly. That's one of the reasons why they call relationships with relationships with toxic people or narcissists like death by a thousand cuts. It's because like you won't even rec realize it's happening. Um, uh, I read this, ooh, this amazing thing on Instagram, y'all. Instagram is ever, ever, it's amazing. People that love you will help you see the good things about you that you may have never noticed. Narcissists, and I'll put in toxic people, do the opposite. They create insecurities in you that you never had. They have you questioning things about yourself that have never bothered you. They have you seeing yourself in the worst light possible so that they can feel superior to you and so they can gain control of your emotions. Then, then they will tell you that they're doing this because they love you. Sweetheart, this is not love. It's abuse. That's from looking behind the mirror on Instagram, okay? So I want you to grasp that feeling of being, like that feeling of self-doubt. That, that feeling, it's a split second, honey. It's a split second but it's very important split second.